You're listening to Wordslinger Podcast, episode 130, Wordslinger Abroad with Kevin Tumlinson. That's me. This episode of the Wordslinger Podcast is brought to you by draft to digital Convert your manuscript, distribute it online, and get support the whole way at drafttodigital.com. It's the Wordslinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tumlinson, the word slinger. Word slinger. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin Tumlinson, the word slinger. Uh, I am today's special guest. <laughs> um,. I don't do these very often, I, uh, a solo episode, um, and uh, you'll have to let me know whether or not you think this is uh, something you'd enjoy hearing more of, but I am traveling. So last week, if, you, uh, if you're if you paying close attention, um, I did not post an episode of Wordslinger Podcast, uh, and that's because, well, I'm going to break it to you. I am uh, slightly lazy when it comes to producing the show. I tend to do the show... Um, maybe a day early, but generally on the day the episodes release. <laughs> so, so, okay, I should plan ahead. Um, and uh, I used to produce two or three episodes at a time and, and you know, string those out, but um, I can get back to that. I, it, it's just a matter of discipline. Uh, and I, I tend to put all my focus on uh, discipline for my writing, but, uh, you know, the podcast, it has its, it has its demands as well, so... I need to be uh, disciplined about that as well. There you go. Lesson learned. I will. Uh, I'll produce ahead. Um, however, I uh, I'm here now. I, I think that a lot. So you heard the uh, interview with Russell Blake, and I believe I recorded the actual um, uh, episode around that while in Salt Lake City. Um, I'm kind of mixing some things up at this point. i kind of been on the road for a while. Uh, I've been traveling for about a month now, it seems like, um, <clears throat> to several different conferences. Um, I was in Salt Lake City. I was on the... Uh, I was on the... Uh, <laughs> it dropped out of my brain for a second, but it is back. The Writing Excuses podcast. Uh, I was on that with Brandon Sanderson and uh, uh, Mary Robinette Kowal, a former guest of the show. And, of course, you know, the rest of the gang uh, were there. Um that was fun. Now the the Comic Con itself was was a blast. Um, I got to hang out and I met quite a few uh, quite a few people there. Um, mostly just enjoyed myself, honestly. Uh, there, it, in Salt Lake City, it's kind of a it's it's a, a beautiful city. And it's in sort of a bowl, you know, <laughs> with mountains all around. I did not get to hang out with some of the folks I know in the area. It just couldn't coordinate it. I got busy doing things and uh, just never did get around to it. But sorry, guys. Uh, we'll we'll do it again. I'm, I I plan to be back. I'll be back there. Um, but I told around there in the city uh, when I wasn't at the conference. Um, found this sort of uh, I'm sure it's called Cross Point or something like that. It's a mall, uh, sort of an indoor outdoor mall. Um, was there on the release date of the new uh, iPhones, so I got my iPhone 8 Plus, which I've been holding out for. <laughs> my 6 Plus was starting to show its age in more ways than one, so uh, I've upgraded that. I got a, a, bought a set of the uh, AirPods, and I had debated these things. They're little, uh, they're Bluetooth earbuds, right? 
tiny and they have a cool little case this little charger um, it's, it, it's a charger and battery pack for them uh, so you get some additional life out of them but uh, I gotta tell you worth worth every penny I mean I worth every penny <laughs> if you're on the fence about whether you should get them I recommend getting them uh, I know there's always talk about losing them uh, we'll see how that goes I there is a um, the find my phone app will will make them ding Although it doesn't do it when they're in the case, and I, I find that bizarre. Anyway, uh, this is not the uh, Apple iPhone show, unfortunately, uh, for some of you. But I just thought I'd throw that in there. I'm really enjoying that. But it does tie in with something I was going to bring up, actually. Um, so because I'm traveling a lot, I brought with me, I, I, of course, brought my MacBook Air, which I do use for my writing, for uh, the podcast, for everything. Uh, <clears throat> I have my whole little kit this time. Uh, last time I talked to you, I... I only had my small travel mic, and for some reason, did not it did not uh, translate well. It didn't sound well. Um, I don't know why. I still haven't figured out why. But I uh, had a brief layover for a good, like, we'll say, ten hours in Houston, and so I was able to grab my full-on kit, which I'll probably carry with me from now on. Um, you know, if I can. I mean, if I'm carrying a small bag, it's a little tougher. But I'll I'll see if I can bring this with me. Um, but so I, I, and I, I'm completely off track of where I was going with that part of it. But what I've what I've been doing, I, I have my iPad, and I have a Zag keyboard. And by the way, if you're if you're wondering what the episode's uh, about, I, I'm in I'm at Nink right now. I'm traveling, um, and uh, because of that, I you know I could take the time and produce a uh, an interview based episode, but I. I just felt I haven't talked to you guys in a while, and I uh, thought I'd kind of let you in on what's going on ahead and what's happening on the uh, the little uh, conference tour here. That's what that's what's going on. So, uh, and uh, hopefully you get some useful information out of this. And he- here's something that is on my brain, and I'm going to create more content around this. But I had been writing on my iPad. I have a Zag uh, Bluetooth keyboard case for my iPad. I have an iPad Air 2. I also have an iPad mini, but I, I did not bring that one uh, with me. But I have the iPad Air 2. It was bought specifically as a kind of travel writing instrument, you know. Um, and so I had posted, first of all, the keyboard died. <laughs> kind of by coincidence, honestly, because I had started this whole conversation on um, Facebook just talking about writing on an iPad. I wanted to get people's opinions. Now, Nick Thacker, my good friend and writing partner and podcasting partner, he uh, he writes on his iPad Pro, and he has the iPad Pro keyboard uh, with that. Um, and I'm now considering uh, getting an iPad Pro, trading up, basically. Uh, I might even trade in all the different... I have a couple of older devices. I'm going to see if I can get some credits and, and trade up. But... Um, I had posted on Facebook, kind of wanting to see what other people's workflow might be with the uh, with the iPad. Like, how are people doing this? Um, they and I got plenty of interesting responses, but one in particular I, I got from Michael Leron, and you may remember him from a previous episode. Um, I'm actually going to have him back on to talk about this topic specifically, <clears throat> because he pops in and says, "I do all my writing. I write all my books on my iPhone." And I said, uh, well, that's awesome. I've thought about doing that. I have a, I have a portable, like, folding Zag keyboard. Um, but, you know, I, it, it's got its ups and downs. And it, the idea of writing on the iPhone is, is kind of neat because it's 
always with me, you know. Uh, it's just the, I'd have to make sure I had the, the keyboard. And he pops back in and says, well, I write everything using the on-screen keyboard. So basically, he thumbs his way <laughs> through his books. Okay, mind equals blown, okay? I, now, I've, I, I have this obsession. Um, I want, I've always wanted a sort of one device to rule them all, right? Uh, and I've never quite figured out how I could make that happen. Um, I, I would love my life, if, if, if possible, to get down to just this one device I carry with me, you know? And so maybe it's, uh, I, had, I had thoughts about like, okay, maybe someone will invent a rollout, you know, it rolls into the size of a scroll, like a little screen, right? <laughs> that I could use for a monitor, or, um, which I still think is possible, by the way. Or, uh, you know, I, I, I have my pocket folding keyboard and whatever, and my phone becomes like the central nervous system of a, uh, a sort of makeshift laptop or a desktop computer, right? Uh, still all possible. These things are all possible, and I, I have done similar, okay? Um, and I think, actually, if I carry, like, a small like, like a, uh, Apple TV with me, and then I can throw the, whatever's on the phone up on a television screen... Uh, in the hotel room. So I could totally make this work, right? But I'm thinking in terms of <clears throat> how I write now. I've got a laptop with a, with a, a keyboard. I've got an iPad with a keyboard. You know. uh, I've got my iPhone with a folding keyboard. Uh, but the idea of writing on the on-screen keyboard just had not really occurred to me. Like the idea just seemed daunting. <clears throat> so I spent... Um, I left... Uh, Salt Lake City, had a brief layover um, in Houston one night, flew to uh, uh, Orlando on that Monday for Indie Book Fest, had a couple of days in there where I didn't have anything else to do, and so I decided I'm going to try this out. <clears throat> so we had a release, I don't know if you've, if you are not a subscriber to uh, Draft the Digital, you definitely need to hop in. We just sent out an announcement that we are doing a what we call refer a friend it's a referral program sort of an affiliate program almost uh, where if you use your special uh, link and you convince someone to go sign up for draft the digital through your link uh, you'll get 10 percent of draft the digital's uh, royalty on any books that author sells for one year and i'm letting i'm pausing to let that sink in <laughs> if you get authors to sign up through your link you get 10% of draft to digital's cut of that author's royalties for one year. So the author doesn't lose any money. Uh, you gain money. We lose a little money. But you also brought us a profitable author. So um, we are excited about that program at, at D2D. Uh, I've been talking about it quite a bit. <clears throat> you can tell I've been talking about a lot of things quite a bit. My voice is a little raspy right now. And I still got karaoke tonight, man. <laughs> uh, this is Thursday, I believe. <laughs> I've been traveling so much. Uh, this is Thursday, and we're we're hosting. If you are at Nink, you've probably missed it by the time you hear this um, this uh, podcast. But uh, I hope I see you there. And by the way, shout out to Caro, uh, who convinced me I should do a this type of episode for this uh, for this week's show. Um, thank you, the lovely Caro, and I hope your ankle gets better. Uh, but so uh, talking to Michael and I'm going to get him on the show to talk about this topic, but the idea of 
using your iPhone as your writing device. Well, that, that took hold of me. So I'm wandering around, you know, waiting for the conference to get started, really. I go to Disney Springs. I spend the day there and I do my work from there. Uh, the first time I went, I carried my shoulder bag with my laptop and iPad, um, actually with my iPad, just to do the writing, do some emails for a DDD, write, write whatever needed to be written, um, and for me, you know, and of course to do a little of my own writing. And uh, I decided, okay, I'll leave that bag in the car. It's there. I have it if I need it. I can go grab it. Um, but I have my iPhone. So let me see how much I can do. And I spent a couple of days just using the iPhone to do everything I needed to do. And I wrote several emails. I wrote, um, and I mean, I wrote copy for automated emails, or campaign emails. Uh, of course, respond to emails all the time. But I wrote, I, so I wrote copy for emails. I wrote copy for blog posts. I wrote copy for press releases. All right. So I'm thinking, okay, this is small stuff. This is the, the tiny stuff. We can, we, can, we can roll this out. We can get a little bigger. Um, I don't know if I'm quite ready to write a book, an entire book yet. Well, let's, let's see what we can do. Um, now, I, I attend the conference after that. And I'm excited about this idea, so I talk, <laughs> I talk to everyone about, about it. Um, and then after the conference, and during the conference, I'm doing some writing. I'm doing, and I, I, I still do my, month, my daily writing my word count, um, but I'm starting to kind of add to it from the phone when I have downtime. So, you know, I spend a lot of time sitting at our table, letting people come by and ask questions and that sort of thing at this conference, and uh, everyone swung by, and everyone was lovely. Thank you, Indie Book Fest. That was a great conference. Um, but I I started just kind of tinkering with my latest book in... in uh, uh, Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> Scrivener! Thank you, Brain, for finally dredging that up out of the the murky depths. Uh, I have Scriv- Scrivener on my iPhone, so I I open my latest book, I do some editing, I add some words here and there, I start tinkering, and before you know it, I am actually adding words to the book. I'm actually writing and adding to my uh, daily word count, um, which is nice. I mean, that makes things move a little faster. Uh, but then I, I really wanted to kick this out. So I had a day between conferences, uh, Monday, essentially, between Indie Book Fest and, um, and Nink. I had a layover. So I, I went to Disney World <clears throat> because Orlando <laughs> and also Kevin because Kevin loves Disney World. <laughs> so I go check out Disney World. While I'm there... Uh, I go to Animal Kingdom. Now, I hit all four parks in one day, folks. I did this. I I accomplished this. Bucket list achieved, right? Um, And that was very exciting. Uh, But I went to Disney World. I went to Animal Kingdom specifically to go check out the new Avatar uh, Flight of Passage ride. I'm just going to hop ahead here and say that is a ride worth every second that you have to wait in line. And you are going to wait in line. (laughs) So that's that ride is fantastic. It's probably my new my favorite ride in all of Disney World at this point. So uh, while I while I'm in line though, it was a two and a half hour wait. So I decide I'm gonna write I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna write a story. 
So in line, I write a, I write a short story. Um, and then I hop into Canva, and I make a cover, because Canva, the Canva app, you know, you can do a, a uh, an ebook cover. Uh, not as sophisticated as what I would typically like, but it, you know, what I built actually looks quite good. So um, I did that, built my cover, I took it into Draft to Digital, and uh, you know, we have our new ebook templates. You can do ebook. Uh, this is all free. Uh, and I'm discovering, and people sometimes people don't realize this. Everything Draft to Digital does is free. So. I'm using our free tools. You, they only make we only make money if you distribute your book through us and uh, you make a sale through one of our distribution uh, partners. Uh, that's it. You may, we make 10% of that sale and that's it. <laughs> so you can go use all our tools for free. Take your book, you know, somewhere else if you want. Uh, of course, we prefer you, you distribute through us. But you can go straight to uh, Kindle Unlimited. You can go straight to Kobo. You can do whatever you like. Uh, using the ebook or Mobi file that that spits out, and you can also get a print-ready PDF for free. Uh, and now we have these templates, so you can choose from our our selection of templates to make it look professional, okay? With a nice header graphic, nice scene break graphics, um, little flourishes and touches here and there, drop caps if that's your thing. So that we have this interesting tool that I can now vouch and say is uh, you're capable of using from a uh, mobile browser. It's completely operating system agnostic. It's all browser-based. So unlike uh, Vellum, for example, which is a gorgeous program. I love Vellum. I, have, I own it, um, and I've used it on my books. But since uh, Draft2Digital is browser-based and there is no Vellum app, I'm able to do my book conversions right there. Have a uh, a beautiful ebook, a professional ebook, and a, a beautiful print layout um, PDF. And uh, I, I took that book all the way to the point where all I had to do was hit publish, and it would have gone live. This short story that I wrote while in line at Disney World. Um, that is um, that is so incredible to me. It's just blow. It's just changed my whole perspective. <laughs> and. Uh, so, you know, now I'm doing a lot more on my phone. I still love my keyboard. Don't get me wrong here. I, I, I love my laptop. I love my iPad. I'm uh, considering, I'm actually at a point where I'm doing, I, I've estimated about 98% of what I do can be done on either my iPhone or iPad now, uh, including producing this show. Well, I'm currently producing it on my uh, MacBook Air, but uh, I've got an I've I've purchased an app that lets me do some multi-track audio editing on my iPad and iPhone. I experimented with all the little assets I've, I have pre-recorded and some interviews and things like that, and uh, it looks like it's going to work. So if I can get that that puzzle piece fixed, solved, and then uh, layered image editing Photoshop style for cover design, which I have numerous apps that should be able to do that. So if I get that little piece solved, uh, I, I think I'm there. I think, because I, I can already do the writing. I can already manipulate files from Dropbox. I can already, um, you know, do uh, everything I do for draft to digital I, I'm able to do from mobile. So uh, I'm trying to get rid of that last 2%, and I may do the unthinkable and just migrate over to a, uh, a, a, a iPad Pro 
full time, and that becomes my computer. And that's mind boggling <laughs> and scary, but I, I'm excited about it, right? And the reason I'm excited about it is because this, this whole move towards much more functional, much more usable mobile technology, instead of it being a uh, consumption-based platform, which it's essentially been in the past, and now moving towards a production-based platform, um, it opens up so many more possibilities than I ever had available to me in the past. Uh, but not just me. Now, Joanna Penn has done some talks on this topic, and I was fascinated by it, but there's this idea of emerging markets. Um, and specifically, uh, we've talked about Africa as an emerging reader market, right? So, uh, and it's not just Joanna Penn. I've actually read several books on this topic. Uh, I've talked to some folks, some industry folks about this idea. But um, in Africa, certain, certain regions of Africa, uh, they never had a computer revolution at all. They skipped that and went straight to mobile. And this is, this is incredible because if you think about it, now I re- so I read the book um, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. And uh, this is about a kid who built a, uh, <laughs> the fan kicked off, silence everyone. Um, this kid built a, um, a windmill out of like bicycle parts and bits and pieces he, he gathered from like junkyards and that sort of thing. Um, and it essentially provides power for his entire village. Now, not on the scale we're used to, like he's not powering, uh, you know, homes and lights and refrigerators and that sort of thing, but, you know, uh, there's a sort of cottage industry in that region, in certain regions of Africa, where you know people are charging for people to recharge their iPhones, their mobile devices, not just iPhones, but any any smartphone, tablets, whatever. Um, but what you've got happening is that for the first time in history, these people have access to the same uh, sort of ecosystem of of business you know, as we have, as we've always had. Um, there's this concept of microfinancing where, you know, people can uh, invest essentially or, or make micro loans to, uh, to small startups in Africa. Uh, someone wants to open a bicycle shop and they can get a micro loan from someone in America, uh, you know, and the dollar can translate into uh, and go very far in this region. Uh, and then this person has all the capital they need to start their business and they pay it back. And oftentimes people do this with a no interest repayment. Um, but even, you know, some are charging interest, so they make a profit from this. And, um, the, you know, they've helped start a business in a, uh, in a third world country, essentially. Um, that's all very incredible. But you also got people, uh, these people are being exposed to literature from around the world for the first time. So that's opening and expanding their consciousness, uh, the way they think. It shapes the way they think. Um, you've got people uh, now becoming online entrepreneurs. So there's a system of buying and selling that can happen online that is not possible where they are. Um, and I'm looking at this thinking <clears throat> there's an emerging market of authors there, people who want to tell their story. And they can start with nothing but an iPhone or an Android phone. They can... Uh, write their book in, you know, a number of apps, most of which are free. Uh, 
They just have to be able to, and they can use Google Docs, for example. They can spit that book out as a Word document and get it formatted on uh, Draft2Digital, right? Uh, create their cover on Canva. Put that out, out there and uh, have everything funnel through a uh, PayPal account or other online account. Some some banks, PayPal, I think also, uh, they won't do business with certain regions, but there's going to be uh, a bank out there or some financial institution that will allow these people to make financial transactions um, online. There will be. Uh, if it doesn't exist now, I guarantee you it will because uh, it's too big a market to skip. So now we're looking at this idea of in any given pocket could be a financial empire, could be a publishing empire, could be a retail em- empire. How incredible is that? <laughs> and uh, we've also got this growing community of, of uh, younger writers who are publishing to uh, sites like Wattpad, right? So I want to talk to them and I want to say, you're, you're writing and publishing anyway. Most of them are probably using their phones to do it. They write their short stories and they post it to Wattpad and they get some, some followers and they, you know, uh, everything, everybody is essentially happy with, with what's being built. But what if they took that and monetized it? They put that content out available for sale on Amazon and on Kobo and on Apple iBooks and, you know, all the various platforms. Um, but the point being, they there's no barrier and there's no limit. So you have this this pocket-sized technology that, that opens up opportunities like making a living <laughs> and build, building wealth. You know, um, a lot of authors. I'm in a conference right now filled with authors who are more than just scratching by. They are wealthy, you know, smart marketing savvy authors who are just killing it and uh you can manage things like facebook ad campaigns and google ads and uh, amazon ads right from your phone you know you can do all this stuff there's no limit there's just no limit so okay uh and i'm geeking out about it well i'm going to be generating quite a bit of content around this idea um and you are welcome to contribute to that if you will go to uh, wordslingerpodcast.com and uh, hit, hit the uh, contact button. Uh, tell me your story about mobile tech. And, you know, I use, I use keyboards, you know, Bluetooth keyboards with my phone and things like that. I'll do all that. But I'm, I'm primarily interested in um, how, ba- how just compact can we get this? I'd love to hear the stories of what you're doing with just your smartphone. Forget your iPad. Forget your laptop. Forget all the mobile tech. Um... If you have a story to share about just your smartphone and what you've done, uh, you can call me too. Uh, I I am happy to. I'll even play those on air if uh, if you tell me it's okay. Um, but I'm what I'm looking for here is the I want to get this down to a a palm you know the whole world in your palm idea. <laughs> If that makes sense. But you can call me. Call me at 281-809-WORD. That's 281-809-9673. Leave me a voicemail. If you go to wordslingerpodcast.com, you can also click the send voicemail tab and leave me a voicemail from there. Now, you only get about a minute of record time here. Um, So it might actually work out better if you you 
need to go a little more at length. Uh, if you just record, now you can use your iPhone to do this. <laughs> you can use your smartphone to do this if you like. But record yourself, uh, and and please keep it keep it as short as you can. <laughs> Um, but record yourself telling me what uh, you do, how you use your your smartphone, just the phone, to uh, to operate a business, to operate your career. Um, I'd love to hear it. I just I'm just so excited about this, and this, this is not new. Nothing's new about it. Um, but the concept of you know getting us all down to a tiny little form factor and doing something incredible with it. You know, what are the limits? Like, how far can we push this? Um, what's what's deficient with it? And then uh, what are some surprising benefits of it? You know, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I plan on, uh, I'm going to be interviewing Michael Laron. I've also put out word to uh, talk to a couple of other folks. Uh, I plan on building some content around this idea uh, for draft to digital um, I think that this is an emerging uh, sort of pathway for authors to become uh, successful because um, everyone has a phone. Everyone has a smartphone at this point. You know, if you don't, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But you know, think about that. You're you're able to consume this podcast with a smartphone. You're able to watch YouTube videos that train you how to use Facebook ads and train you how to use uh, any given piece of software you ever want. You for a very minimal investment, you can own the uh, the top writing software on the planet. You know, whatever you feel that is. You know, Microsoft Word, by the way, is available as an iPhone app, um, and I'm I'm and I'm positive it's an Android app still. Uh, I don't think that would have changed. But you don't even need to invest in that software. You know. So let me know what, how you're using it. Uh, if you're if you're using Scrivener on there, yeah, that's great. If you're using Ulysses, uh, if you've got some other app you like to you prefer. If you're doing uh, dictation, uh, I've talked to several people who are doing dictation on their phones. Uh, Dragon is a popular one, but some people are just using like built-in apps. Um, you know, however you're using it, I am fascinated, completely enthralled by this. Uh, and want to see how far we can push it. So, um, so I've actually made it my goal. Now I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna work hard on this. I've thought about doing this before. I've attempted it before, and I kind of let um, anxiety take over and keep me from really taking the ultimate step. But I'm gonna work on getting down to. I want to do an iPad now, but I want everything to be done. I want to be able to do everything on my iPhone. I want the iPad because I like the this, this screen real estate, <laughs> you know, and I like the iPad. Um, but I will also would be just, I think it would be amazing if when I decide to travel, I don't even bring the iPad. Like now I'm down to the iPhone. I could do all my writing, all my podcasting, you know, everything to do with my career and life I can do from the iPhone. Um, I'm fascinated by this. So, as you can tell, uh, for 30 minutes I've rambled about this <laughs> at any rate. So, uh, if you are here at Nink and you're hearing this episode, I kind of doubt it. But if you are, uh, you know, make sure you look me up. I'm happy to chat about uh, draft to digital I'm happy to chat about the books. Um, shout out to a few folks. I've uh, run into Chris Fox here. Uh, we've hung out. Michael Anderley is here. He and I have hung out. Uh, Damon uh, Courtney of Book Funnel is, is here. Uh, I just had a brief chat with uh, Johnny and Sean from the Self-Publishing Podcast. 
Uh, Mark Dawson is not here, but his two guys, uh, James and John, are are here. Uh, Caro, of course, big in. I probably butchered that, Caro, but uh, she's uh, amazing, and she's going to start doing some web development for authors. So uh, make sure you uh, check her out. Um, and I'm happy to make introductions. Uh, who else have I talked to? Man, so many folks. Um, Ernie Dempsey, Ernest Dempsey. Uh, shout out to that guy. He and I are going to we're, we're talking about how we can dominate the thriller world. And uh, turns out we're very similar in, in what we write. So I'm, I'm very anxious to, to kind of check out his work and, and see how we can work together. So lots of cool relationships. That's why you go to these things. If you have not considered going to author conferences, uh, I highly recommend that you do. And uh, there's a good chance you'll see me at them. I'm at a lot of them now. Um, and draft digital tends to sponsor quite a few. But these are the point of a author's conference isn't necessarily what you're going to learn while you're there. It's who you're going to meet and hang out with, the relationships you're going to form. Um, I've, I've talked quite a bit at this conference with, with uh, random people, really, about what marketing really comes down to. And marketing for draft to digital is the same as marketing for authors. It all comes down to the community. The community that you surround yourself with or the community that you become a part of. Um, the indie author community is the best community I've ever uh, participated in. It's the best community I've ever encountered. You know, everyone is supportive, everyone loves each other, everyone wants to see everyone else succeed. Um, those who don't feel that way um, are, uh, they tend to you know, disappear, you know. So you've, you've got a scenario now where everybody, uh, the whole rising tide lifts all boats. That's, that's, that's the way things work in this community. Uh, and by going to these conferences, you get to be a part of that. You get to make these connections. Um, I've had several meals now and coffee and booze and everything else with um, Diane Capri, who is a good friend of Lee Child and who also writes a uh, Jack Reacher-related series starting with Don't Know Jack. If you haven't picked that up, pick that up. Um, she and I uh, have connected. We like each other. I'm gonna probably going to do a little bit of ad writing for her uh, and uh, try some things out. I, I pitched some ideas to her, and she's fascinated. So I'm going to do some uh, copywriting for her just, just because. <laughs> We're going to see uh, if we can sell a few million books for her. So... Um, not to ramble on too much more, but I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up. I hope you are, uh, I hope you're enjoying yourself right now, wherever you happen to be. Uh, but definitely try these conferences out. There's a lot of them. There's going to be one near you. Make sure you, uh, you know, go and show up and uh, participate. Be a part of the, be a part of the community. Uh, I promise you'll start seeing some fantastic things come out of it. Um, again, if you want to uh, contribute to what I'm pulling together around this idea of. I don't even know what to call this yet. You know, mobile, completely mobile writing. I, I guess uh, completely mobile career, um, portable life. <laughs> That's still hanging around. I can use that. Um, if you are uh, interested in doing that, make sure you reach out. Uh, that you'll call two eight one eight zero nine word. That's two eight one eight zero nine nine six seven three, or go to wordslingerpodcast.com where you can leave me a voicemail from the tab, or click on over, uh, hit the connect button or the, the uh, contact button and leave send me an email and just write something up uh, just tell me how you use your phone in your career and uh, if you do anything unique and fancy that's cool too but I'm, I'm talking just the phone though 
Don't tell me about all the little devices that you use. Although I, I cheat a little because I do have the AirPods and I, but even if I were using earbuds, it would be the same. Uh, those have been fantastic as a part of this too. So if you do have a special piece of tech beyond just a Bluetooth keyboard, let me know. But I'm interested primarily in how you specifically use the iPhone or Android phone or whatever um, to do some primary function as, as part of your career beyond checking email and that sort of thing, all right? So uh, that sh this should be fun. Um, beyond that, if you would like to support the Wordslinger podcast, and I do appreciate it, uh, you can do that in a few ways. You can do it financially. If you go to wordslingerpodcast.com, click on the Patreon logo, you can uh, throw a few bucks at the show. Um, and I use every penny from that to support the show. So um, uh, my goal is to make the show completely self-sufficient financially. Uh, which I think I'll, I'll be able to get to. Um, you can also support us by going to uh, iTunes or anywhere you listen to the show and leaving a review. iTunes in particular helps me a great deal. So leave me like a four or five star review if you like what you're hearing. And uh, just write a paragraph or so telling me, you know, what you're getting out of the show. How much you enjoy it. Um, if you enjoy it. I mean, uh, if you don't, you know, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> Email me privately. Um but, you know, let me know uh, what you find useful, you know. Uh, not just me. You're letting other people know when you do that. And that helps people discover the show, which, is, which helps me further my mission. That mission, of course, is to create, craft stories that uh, inform and inspire, that educate and entertain. And, uh, that, you know, that's my ongoing mission, not just for the show, but for my career in general. Uh, and I believe I'm I'm living up to that mission. So and and thanks in no small part to you guys. There's 35,000 of you. Uh, bravo. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, coming up on the uh, Wordslinger schedule. Uh, once I'm done with this conference, uh, I'll be back in Houston. I'm going to be attending the uh, indie. Indie Book Fest, no, not Indie Book Fest, I've already done that one. Indie Palooza in Houston, which got uh, rescheduled because of Hurricane Harvey. So I'm looking forward to, to hanging out with those guys. I've been invited uh, to a couple of conferences. Uh, I'm not going to get to go to 20 Books to 50K in Vegas because my wife and I are going to be taking a, a brief vacation. We're going to take a drive up to, we're going to drive this, we're going to drive to uh, Colorado Springs. And spend some time there. I'll get to hang out with Nick Thacker and family uh, for a little bit. Uh, but we're going to kind of scope that place out and just uh, enjoy ourselves. And then um, once we're uh, kind of done with that, we hit the holiday season. In February, I've got some conferences coming up. Um, I may be attending 20 Books in London. Uh, I'm likely going to be attending the uh, uh, Smarter Artist Summit. Uh I think in January, I'm actually going to be in San Francisco for uh, the Bay Area uh, Independent Publishers Association. I'm going to do a talk there. Uh, so if you are a part of that, if you're in the Bay Area, definitely come and check that out. Um, and then, uh, yeah, i got more conferences scattered throughout the rest of the year. So you'll have a chance to hang out with me. <laughs> oh, uh, and speaking of, so I, I joked about drinking earlier. I actually haven't touched a drop. Uh, since uh since leaving for salt lake city um uh, and not for any like any reason no for no reason frankly other than um it's uh, i didn't want to have to spend a bunch of money on booze first of all uh but i also uh didn't want the extra calories i've dropped 
about 40 pounds. So I went from like 273, like massive, to uh, I'm cur- the last weigh-in I had, I was 240. Uh, I haven't been able to weigh myself uh, in a couple of weeks now. Uh, so that was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm hoping that I dropped a stone or two uh, beyond that. So, And that is, uh, if you want to know the secret, honestly, it's mostly cutting carbs. I know, I know, boring. Um, I've been walking a lot. I eat, I eat fewer meals, honestly. Um, and when I'm eating, I tend to eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of salads. I pile my plate with vegetables and eat vegetables to the point where I uh, just can't eat anymore. And I just enjoy it. <laughs> and I eat a ton of protein for breakfast. Um, eggs and, you know, I'll do bacon, you know, and sausage. I know there's a lot of calories and that stuff. But th- that's almost, on some days, that's the only meal I eat all day long. So, um, and I don't feel hungry. I mean, I I probably eat more here at Nink than I did all week uh, in Orlando. But uh, anyway, that's a trimming downward slinger. <laughs> If you uh, want to talk more about that, I'm happy to do that. So, anyway, we're coming up on 41. We're past 41 minutes. Um, I'm glad you sat through all this. I know this was a long solo episode, uh, but I had a lot to share, and I'm really excited about some of the things that are going going on right now. Um, so, take care of yourselves out there. Uh, be sure to hop in and check out that refer a friend thing with Draft Digital. I'm I'm really excited about how that is going. Uh, it's a chance for you to make a little extra scratch uh, while helping us out at the same time. So everybody benefits. Um, so take care of yourselves out there. I love you. God bless each and every one of you. And uh, happy writing. And I'll see you all next time.